everybody. This is Hop Culture. We're the Hopkins sisters, Claire, Grace, Anne, and Tess, four sisters living in different time zones, recapping our lives, giving each other unsolicited advice, and hopefully giving you a laugh in the process. Who knows, if you stick around, we might even touch on something substantial along the way. Hey, everybody. Hey. Hey. Hello. Thanks so much for joining us today for what we hope will be a particularly positive episode of Hop Culture. September is here, and you know what that means in the Northern Hemisphere. Fall is right around the corner. Although autumn seems to be pretty much universally beloved, the changing of the seasons can be a challenge for anyone, no matter how pretty it is outside. There's the colder weather, the hustle and bustle of the school year routine, the stress of the holidays coming up. There's just a lot of expectations piling up on all of us this time of year. With that in mind, we thought we'd put our heads together and come up with some positive affirmations that could buoy all of us up when the going gets tough around this time of year. So if you're not familiar with the term, everydayhealth.com defines affirmations as phrases that, when repeated regularly, can change negative thoughts and behaviors, per the Cleveland Clinic. They can be said aloud or to yourself. These statements are usually intended to help shift thinking from negative to positive, motivate in action, reduce stress, persevere through difficult times, and increase self-confidence and well-being. So do you guys use affirmations regularly? I don't have like a set. I don't have set ones that I say every day necessarily. I've never been like, I don't really have a routine where like I say them at a certain time or, you know, um, during meditation or anything like that. But um, we, a couple years ago, we had like some little affirmations we had the kids say every morning before school. And that was cute. I liked it. It's hard with kids to know like how much of an impact it's really having, you know? So that kind of fell by the wayside during COVID and then we never like picked it back up again. But I, I did have a period, uh, in life where I had an extremely, uh, emotionally demeaning job. And I've talked about it on the podcast. I had this job working for this company that was basically like, like a rental property or like management company. Um, it was called Entrada. I don't mind putting them on blast. Yeah. You've probably seen their bus at Point of the Mountain if you live in Utah. Um, but basically I had, they tried to make it, you know how these things go. Like they make it mm-hmm. sound like, oh, it's great. You get to like tell people about, you know, our properties and stuff. All it was was basically like an answering service for people who are interested in properties. And these management companies have like outsourced the answering of the phones to Entrada. And so we have to like answer questions about the properties, but make it seem like we're like in their leasing office and like Florida or something. And then when they find out you're not, they get really mad and yell at you. Or if they have like uh, maintenance issues, they'll call. So they'll also be yelling at you because like this this property hasn't sent someone to like fix their sink. And they, again, think that like you can personally do something about that other than just like forwarding a little – um, work ticket to come to the place. So 
I did not realize when I applied for this job, it was going to be so negative, but I would get off of my shifts and it was like, it really does reduce you to a pulp, like to have people yelling at you for hours on end. It's so hard. I seriously feel for anyone doing jobs like that because like I would get off and I would seriously just be like, I guess I am like a stupid person and like I'm not doing anything like worthwhile in the world. Oh, no. <laughs> so I would, I would like literally look in the mirror and just be like, you are valuable. You are a smart person. Like you have good, you have talents and like good things to add to the world. And I would always think about the movie, The Help. Um, you are kind, you are good, you are kind, you are important. That would always go through my head. It was so hard. I hated that job so much. Um, I didn't last long. I quit very (laughs) quickly. But the short time I, you know, was an employee, I really leaned on affirmations. And then, um, one that has helped me, I can't remember where I originally heard this. I actually like tried for a while last night to track down who said it because I wanted to give credit. But um, one that has helped me with parenting, and I think I've mentioned it on here before, is her job or his job is to be a kid. My job is to be an adult. And like that's so simple, but it helps me when there's like a meltdown or like it's turning into a power struggle. I just remember like, okay, I have to be the durable I've heard the term like you you be a durable object. Like I have to be the person that they are just like fighting against. And I just have to be like the calm one in this. Like I have to stay calm here because I'm the adult, you know? So like that's a very simple one that has like helped me stay calm. Um, But yeah, those are probably the ones I've used the most. I was trying to think if I had, I don't think I, I'm the same way. I don't have any that I use like every day. But um, the only thing I could think of was, you know how when you're going to do something like hard but rewarding, people always say like, let me make sure I get it right. The minutes, wait, oh no, I'm doing it a bad job. What <laughs> no. is it? The, min- the minutes. I'm just laughing. Oh, the, days, <laughs> the days feel like. <laughs> days. The minutes Guys, feels like, help. the minutes feel like. The days are long, hours. the years are short. But yeah, the, it, but yeah, the days yeah, feel yeah, like yeah, minutes. Yeah, yeah. it's oh. it's something a like that. Different. It's something like that. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I would just say like the the days are long, but the the months are short. I think is what I would mm. I would usually go with. But mm-hmm. whenever like people told me that before I served a mission, that's a mission phrase. Church. That's it's the most mission, mission phrase, phrase I've ever heard. And it's also a motherhood phrase that people use a lot. So those are the times when I've just thought that in my head and it always made me feel better when time was going by really slowly because I knew like it's actually going faster than I think it is and uh so that's the only thing I could really think of I don't think I've ever really used affirmations other than that yeah I I was desperately trying to think of some that I have used but I I find so many affirmations to be so cringe. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're pretty cringy. Yeah. Well, they are. They're tinged with sadness. I yeah. Mean, yeah. They are Claire's, always a little tinged with Claire's sadness. Claire's and Trotta one. Like, <laughs> the point, I mean, I don't know. Some people are just naturally drawn to them and I think use yeah. them in good times and bad and like mm-hmm. they're helpful. But <laughs> I 
think I just, I only associate them with like, like a level of desperation Tough that, times. that like, I don't like to get to. Yeah. Um, probably my, <laughs> okay, the only recent time I can think of is when I was watching Claire's kids over the weekend. I told Claire oh, no. I started developing like sad affirmations for myself. I forgot about your sad affirmations. And one of them was, you are worth a clean cup. Or, like, oh. you are worth a clean bowl. Because I would always just, like, take the kid's, like, dirty bowl and stuff. And I was like, Grace, no. So I would repeat that to myself. Um, but, see, again, a sad situation. Like, normally, yeah, I normally Yeah, I would say I turn to them in hard times, for sure. Like, Yeah. The only yeah. other one I use, this is, this is not really an affirmation. This is more of, like, an angry thing I say to myself. But I'll, be, I'll just say, like, you just have to do it. Just, like, do it, and then it'll be done, and you just – you don't get to think about whether you're going to do it or not. Mm-hmm. And that's what I say when I don't want to do something but have to do it. I like that you're co-opting the Nike slogan as, like, yeah. your personal – Like an angry – Just do it. An angry <laughs> mantra. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I've never heard that one before. Just do it, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's dive into – these fall affirmations. So you're right, Grace. Some of these are, you know, they come from tough times, but even All in the of fall. Mine are dark. Yeah, I mean, well, it said <laughs> right in the definition, their phrases, when repeated regularly, can change negative thoughts and behavior patterns. So they're to help, you know, during their, like, fall is great, but every season has its gray times, you know. So um, mine is. Number one would be, I will conquer butternut squash one step at a time. And I have felt um, deep inadequacy in my life over the fact that I don't know if I've ever made a recipe personally with butternut squash that I have liked or that has like turned out (laughs) well. Mm. I've had some delicious um, squash dishes that other people have made where it has been, you know, delicious soups or things. But when I make it, I feel like I missed the memo somewhere or misread the recipe because it just never turns out very good. It's kind of flavorless. I don't love the texture. If you mix it in with things, it like disintegrates immediately. And it's just like kind of like the stringy globs throughout, you know, whatever it is. So I, Rather than giving up, I would like to keep going because people love it. People rave about it. So I just want to, this season, find one butternut squash recipe that I can make with confidence so that I feel like I can like fully embrace fall produce on my terms. I like it. Yeah, I like it. I've More power to, yeah. I think my mantra is I do not have to engage with butternut squash. Oh, I like that. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> I do. I prefer that one. But I support yours, Claire. Mine is similar. Um, I co-opted. So I, I went online looking for inspiration for like real affirmations. I co-opted a, an Eleanor Roosevelt one. I said, no one can make me eat soup without my consent. <gasps> mm-hmm. I like soup, but I want, like, and like Claire, I want it on my terms. And sometimes in the fall, it seems like everybody just loves They're soup. They're so excited about soup. I mean, I'm I'm a big I'm soup really head. I'm excited about Yeah. yeah. This I love family, soup. Yeah. This family loves soup. <laughs> love soup. 
<laughs> I'm sorry I feed you soup so much. I thought I, thought I, mean, I like you it. Had decided, yeah, I thought you I have ups and soup. downs. Well, it just it really makes me hot. It just it is it, a, it, it does raise your body so temperature by warming. ten and degrees. I, I only want that like once a month, you know. Yeah. So I I like it when someone else makes soup because then I've experienced it for the month. But I'm not gonna go making any of my own. Yeah, we really should be eating soup in the summer when the air conditioning is blowing on us instead of eating it when we have the heat on. I should eat soup before I get into bed at night because my room doesn't have heat. Mm -hmm. That's a great idea. Yeah. It's frigid in there. (laughs) You could just fill a hot water bottle with the soup and bring it right (laughs) into bed with a straw. (laughs) (laughs) Then it will warm your bed and your heart at the same time. (laughs) That's a great idea. What happened to hot water bottles? They've disappeared. I know. Mm. They've disappeared. They're very useful. Yeah. I loved ours growing up. Is it because they pop? hot water bottles? Just, yeah. I think, one that everyone mm-hmm. shared. A classic I, pink rubber one. In my day. I think, what um, would we use it for if we were, like, sick or something? Mm-hmm. I just sick, remember cold, it was comforting. Sad. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. now we have those, like, rice bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have my rice sock. They're a little better, I guess. <laughs> they smell like rice, they though. I actually smell, don't they know if they're better. Once you microwave them enough. I like yeah. this rice smell. Uh, Grace, that's... Funny that you said that because I my affirmation is was one of them was soup is acceptable for every meal. Because yes. <laughs> mm. I I just want so many soups. Mm-hmm. Tis the season, and I'm not gonna feel bad about soup appearing on my menu all the time, mm-hmm. making a big vat of it and eating it all week. Um, my next one is it's never too late to try an inspector gadget coat. And I was on TikTok looking at fall inspiration, fall style inspo. So I'm here, I'm a style forecaster to tell people like what to expect this fall. So in your home, what you're going to be seeing (laughs) is, um, little pillows in the shape of a pumpkin. They're everywhere. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, they're very cute. Sometimes you can stack them. Like there's, there's like three stacked and people just have them like stacked on their couch. Um, very cute. Um, of course you're going to need a big fancy kitchen island with a big tray that you can fill with cute little fall things Mm -hmm. and fall Mm -hmm. blooms. Mm -hmm. Those are beautiful. And then, um, did you guys know that Sambas are back in style? This was news to me. I guess they've been here for a while. The styles are coming back around at high velocity. Yeah. Yeah, Like there's not enough time. Because those were in style when I was in high school. Yeah, I'm confused. Like what's going to be – like we're going to catch up Mm -hmm. to what was in style just like – Five years ago. Yeah. Soon. We're going to yeah. have like the J. Crew like bubble necklaces oh, very soon. The high low skirt. Yeah. Which the- this is not really a hot take. I really liked the era of like colored jeans, the big necklaces, yeah. the button downs tucked into like a pencil skirt. Like I thought it that was, was so really simple. cute. Yeah. And it was like everything very classy. Went with everything else. Yeah. Right that was like, like nothing cute on everybody. Together. Yeah, exactly. I don't know how to wear anything. So I'm I would like that to come back. And I I'm shouldn't say come stuff. back like it's out. I still think those are like classic 
styles and like that's a classic look. But you know, like I feel like it was around. What'd you say? Thing. I am. I'm like. I'm like. There's still. They're still beautiful. Everything's still great. in style. Everything in that style. anyone wears looks great. <laughs> you're you're valid. <laughs> you are worthy. But as far as coats, you know, those big long overcoats are like mm-hmm. very trendy. Are we talking I, like a? Like I'm not talking. About, I shouldn't like say Inspector wool. Gadget because that's that's a trench coat. I'm more talking wool, I suppose. Oh yeah, I'm getting oh. a big wool coat. I know. I want one too. My coat for the year. But I Anna's feel an like an I'm extremely long coat. She does. <laughs> I want a extreme. really long coat. <laughs> that is such a. You're right. I wanted to make a statement. <laughs> Buy some medium length coat. Remember in Thirty Rock when Jack gets some designer to make uh, cloaks, wizard cloaks, a style so that his pregnant wife can hide her pregnancy. I feel like that's Anne's ideal like (laughs) style. As long as possible. Yeah, Anne does love a long coat with like her skinny legs and her Uggs poking out. <laughs> yeah, I've got to do something about my Uggs. And, well, the little no, Uggs are, are like are great. the trendiest thing. <laughs> Mine are over 10 years old, though, so I got to do something. You can't go wrong with Uggs. I, I still have mine and I love them. But yeah, I feel like Uggs never really like went out. Mm-hmm. Like they just are like... Mm-hmm. They're just part of society. Them, of a but we snow. all accept that they're like still let, cute. Let women be comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. Like let seriously let us have this one thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but anyway, I I think it's a really like classy and cool look, but I feel intimidated by it. Like I feel like I just need to stick with like my Costco puffer coat, and that's what I know. You know, this is comforting because I was like, are these coats? I mean, they've been in for a while. Are they not cool anymore? But the fact that you're still too scared. That's that's actually, well, that's the ironic part is I'm like, they're not a brand new thing. So you're right. It is probably like, (laughs) Claire's just catching up and I'm still (laughs) too scared. I I was thinking I could try skinny (laughs) jeans (laughs) or (laughs) leggings under a denim miniskirt. What do you guys think? (laughs) <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I want to try it. And the thing I like about that style is I feel like it works for young people, but it's like a very, I feel like it also works on like, it works on all ages. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're never going to be like, oh, someone has like a long wool overcoat. How I feel it's like too young, you know, you can put it over a very casual outfit and it mm-hmm. looks like you're cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead of being like, oh, she's just frumpy, you're like, oh no, this was like intentional. She That's very cool, true. Like street style girl. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Or you can put it over like a sweater or a turtleneck, and it's like, oh, she's so like she's chic. Mm-hmm. She's chic, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. Would my test would my camel coat your camel fit that? I was I was just looking at camel because I was like, how can I make my camel? <laughs> Tess Work. is shopping. <laughs> Can you see? She's this zooming visual? in. Okay, she's oh, zooming in. There we go. Some mm-hmm. jeans. Just a, okay. a cute hoodie, classic hoodie, some cute jeans. You're good I, very to go cute. With your if I get I'm too get hot eating one. soup, I'm not going to be wearing oh, a coat black. over a hoodie. Can but. you imagine? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Grace's nightmare. <laughs> what if I wore a coat over a hoodie and then I ate soup? I would melt into a puddle that sounds miserable even to me 
one of my affirmations is, I am grateful for the darkness because it teaches me to appreciate the light. Oh, no. That's like a real, that sounds like a legit affirmation. Yeah, it's too real. I just feel like fall, I I want to enjoy fall, but I know what it means. Mm-hmm. And it means that winter is on its way and it's going to be dark. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, maybe if I just tell myself this affirmation, I'll feel better. It'll cure my seasonal depression. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Enough said. I have an okay. I don't know why my all of mine are Eleanor Roosevelt themed. Um, she's on a lot of the lists I was looking at. Uh, but this next one, you must rake the leaves that you think you cannot, because okay. it's like, leaf season. You is have upon a huge us. backyard. I have a oh, lot of this leaves. Isn't, like she didn't this say isn't- leaves. I thought that this rake. was somehow like metaphorical, but no, this you're is literal, literal leaves. Yeah, like literally, I can do. I I just have to. I must rake the leaves. Mm-hmm. I think it could be metaphorical, <sighs> couldn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the. Oh, what was the other thing we were saying that was metaphorical? Now I'm forgetting. Never mind. Is that an affirmation? It sounds a little harsh to be an affirmation. No, it's motivating. It's motivating. That motivate and action. There's a fine maybe, line between. I guess maybe if I said can, <laughs> if it said can, it would be more of an affirmation. Rather yeah. than must. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can I can but. rake the leaves. Or like, I want to rake the leaves. Ooh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Well, I Raking told you my leaves, other affirmation is just yelling to? at myself that like, I have to just do stuff. So this, Grace, <laughs> this, this is more showing us that alley. you need to get into affirmations because all of your self-talk is like your harsh is and mean. Very harsh. Mm-hmm. And well, if you got into affirmations, it, it would be... <laughs> I deserve it. <laughs> oh, it was the bowl. I'm worthy of a clean bowl. Yes. Oh, yeah. See, that's See, the kind I of kind self-talk that you need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can mm-hmm. be kind. <laughs> um. Okay. Another one of mine is it's okay to say no to spooks. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> because I, you know, the, the Miley Cyrus song, I I know I used to be fun. That's because I used to be young. It's <laughs> that's my song. I don't know that song. I don't uh, know it. Oh, you guys are. <laughs> I guess I used to know old. stuff. That's because I used to mm-hmm. be young. We're old. You used to be young. Um, I feel like I used to embrace so much scary stuff. I was mm-hmm. really into scary things when I was younger, and. I get too scared now, and that's okay. I mm-hmm. don't have to go into haunted houses. I don't have to, like, I, my town that I live in, a lot of the houses are a little bit run down, and then people decorate for Halloween, and it really scares me because mm-hmm. they put, like, fake, uh, like, dummies with, like, the scary masks, like, that sit on the porch of their, like, already scary house haunted looking house and so it's already spooky enough in my town i don't need to do spooky decorations i can Mm -hmm. just do like some cute pumpkins and maybe like a 
a fun colored skull, but I don't need to like spookify my whole life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say no to spooks. Gentle spooks. Only. Gentle, gentle spooks a gentle only. Halloween. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, I have another one. It's I release the pressure to participate in every fall activity. Ooh, I like I that. I feel like mm. there's just a lot of pressure in the fall to like make the most of it and like there's just so many like pumpkin patches and like apple orchards and like all these things that it seems like everyone's going and doing mm-hmm. all this fun stuff. And I'm like, whoa, I, I gotta make this a really fun fall because it's almost It's fleeting. You know, it's fleeting. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. it's okay. It'll be back next year, you know? Well, and the times that you can go when you have kids in school, because now school started. So you have to go mm-hmm. what you're gonna go at, you know, six o'clock at night. No. Yeah. But it's like so you can only go on the weekend and then it's really mm-hmm. crowded and Fall weekends are really busy, as is. I I know. It's just you feel, like, mm-hmm. guilty not taking advantage of it all. And yeah. I just stress out living, about that, too. Like, just living in fall and watching it unfold is so fun. Like, mm-hmm. just yeah. watching mm-hmm. all the Halloween stuff come out at, at the store and seeing the leaves change. Tess, you're so right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fall yeah. is a total spectator season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just watching it unfold. That's the most fun part. And so you don't, yeah, you don't need to, I don't think I've ever been to a pumpkin patch and I have enjoyed all my falls. Mm-hmm. I love that. So true. Well, my last one is I can plan ahead for the Thanksgiving I want. And I... <laughs> been, I feel like you've actually been repeating this to yourself. I've been teasing my Thanksgiving like plans. I just want everyone to to know what to expect. I want expectations to be clear. Um, <laughs> I am choosing some kind of alternate plan for Thanksgiving this year. And I'm a little scared to make it public um, because I don't want it to sound like a cry for help or like <laughs> that I need an invite or something. But I just... I'm kind of tired of making Thanksgiving food, and so I'm trying to figure out other plans <laughs> because I just really <laughs> don't want to cook Thanksgiving dinner. And Grace accused me of already reaching middle age, where like yeah. the mom of the family is like burnt out, and I and she's like, "You're you've already reached that." <laughs> like, are you are you open is this to like, just like buying? Maybe like that might be a possibility. Thanksgiving from can you order it from like Cracker Barrel? You can. I actually went online today and looked up like places that you can go. Well, Grace went to okay. So last year we had sort of an unconventional Thanksgiving because Dave had to work on Thanksgiving. This actually happened a few times where we've had to celebrate Thanksgiving the day before Thanksgiving because of Dave's work schedule. That's a whole other level of kind of like is like. You go through all the effort for this mm-hmm. thing, and you're not even doing it at the same time that the rest of the country is. Exactly. So it's, like- it's just sort of like this big meal for what, you know? And mm-hmm. then on Thanksgiving Day, there's absolutely nothing to do because everything's closed. Last year, I drove to four grocery stores looking for milk on Thanksgiving Day <laughs> because oh, no. we were – remember, Anne? Mm-hmm. You guys were here visiting, and I couldn't, I couldn't find a single store that was open – that's a whole other thing. But I – my opinion on stores now, they've gone too far. <laughs> We're not going to be open at all. I'm just kidding. But 
I'm kidding. I want people to have time off. But yeah, I don't know. I just sort of am like, it's so, I know this is probably really people are going to be mad because I know people love Thanksgiving and I like it, but it's just, it's so much preparation Mm -hmm. for just a dinner. I don't know. I'm just like, I'm tired of making it, but Mm -hmm. I'm open to, no, I'm open to buying some things. I mean, I just want to simplify it in some way, Mm -hmm. you know, and now I understand why our, our mom went through phases where she'd be like, let's go to this hotel for Thanksgiving and like yeah. have their dinner. And like, I get it because it's so much work to make everything from scratch. So I did go look up lists. Okay. So sorry, back to the unconventional. So because of that, Grace and um, her friends went to, was it Chakarama, Grace? Golden Corral. Golden Corral on Thanksgiving Day, right? And she said she had a blast. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah. It was very fun. So I am accepting invitations to Thanksgiving dinner since I've been uninvited from <laughs> I Claire's. I didn't say – no, I didn't say we weren't going to be having a meal. I'm, I'm also happy to take paths. myself to Golden Corral again. I probably will still be making food. I'm just like – I'm looking for ways to shake things up and simplify. But I did look up places – Grace, you know where you can go? Where? Tess's favorite. Sheets. Cracker Barrel. Oh, you mentioned oh. Cracker Barrel already. Cracker Sorry. Barrel. It's actually open. <laughs> like, we could go there and eat on Thanksgiving. Oh. oh. See, so, and I, I don't think like I, don't I bet it's amazing. Mm-hmm. I don't want, like, a restaurant Thanksgiving food. You just said that you loved Golden Corral. Yeah, but I, I, made, I had tacos and I had popcorn <laughs> shrimp. <laughs> I tried some of their mashed potatoes and they were, me. you know, it's gross. It is, restaurant. it is not great. For some reason, restaurant mashed potatoes, restaurant turkey, it's just bland. It kind doesn't taste that good. It doesn't yeah. even matter. It could be the best restaurant in the world. It doesn't really taste – Thanksgiving food is like not that good unless you make it yourself. I feel like I've had decent restaurant Thanksgivings. I mean, I've had like Cannon Center turkey and mashed potatoes. That is and not good. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> when I was – okay. Has oh, yeah, like Trader a- Joe's. Like a pre-cooked turkey that you just heat up in the oven. Mm-hmm. It's good. Oh, that's genius. One thing that I – we did my freshman year of college that looking back on was so random. It was very sweet. Our RA wanted to do like a hall Thanksgiving. So she ordered like a full Thanksgiving meal from BYU Catering. And we had like a Thanksgiving in the basement of our dorm like Whoa, before Thanksgiving cute. break. It did was she very pay for cute. It? How did she get the I funds? wonder if she had like a budget or something she could use for activities or something. I don't know. I hope she didn't pay for it out of her own pocket. But looking back, I'm like, that was so funny that we had like a pre-Thanksgiving. I mean, I guess it was a Friendsgiving. It seems extra funny that it was like in the dorms. But um, I remember it being pretty good. But I was also, you know, 19. So I had different tastes. But my point with this affirmation is just <laughs> – doesn't matter what it is. I'm just using Thanksgiving as an example. Um, and I'm already afraid I might need to edit this out because I don't want it to sound like I'm a bad sport about I just don't think it's been offensive. <laughs> I know. It's not a single ounce of offense. And I also don't want people to feel sorry and be like, oh, Claire, Claire you know, we need to invite her over because she, she's, she's tired. She doesn't want to cook. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's not that. But I just think – the holidays always sneak up on me and I'm like ill-prepared. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I can plan ahead. Like I can make plans now for kind of like what we want to do for Thanksgiving. You know, I don't need to wait until the mm-hmm. week before. I'm just always so last minute with holidays, you know. So I'm going to try to be better about planning ahead this year. 
My last affirmation kind of goes hand in hand with my one about the darkness, but <laughs> oh <it's>, no, <laughs> the cold is coming, and I am not afraid. <laughs> so, I'm yeah, I'm gonna have my big long coat. So t- and, and those are like the same thing. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna the embrace same. the chill in the air. <laughs> And yeah, now, now you'll have two long coats, so you will be totally prepared this <laughs> The cold is coming, and I am not afraid. <laughs> I'm not afraid. You sound so much like mom. You inherited mom's, like, like desperate humor. need to, like, mm-hmm. bundle up. Mm-hmm. And also, yeah, mom's, like, sad, morose humor. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's tragic. My, my last one relates to last week's episode, and it's um, the sweaters I own are enough Hmm. because Mm. i uh, last year i almost bought a shacket this is not for everyone by the way if if you embrace like building a new fall wardrobe that is great i just i always end up spending money on little sweaters that i see around in Mm -hmm. the fall there's always cute sweaters out and about and uh, I just have to resist this fall because I have enough sweaters. I have other things I want to spend my money on. We're doing our spending freeze after all. So exactly. perfect timing. Exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Are we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We all, we all had to admit we were failing. We had I, I said no to a few things today. <laughs> Did you say you haven't started? I said as of yesterday, we hadn't started, I think. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. No, but, you know, today I said no to a few things, so. That almost <laughs> sounds kidding. like an affirmation. Today yeah. I said no. Today I said no. I love that. Yeah. That's a good year-round one. Um, Tess, once again, we're opposites because mine, this one's so dumb. I was scraping the bottom of the barrel, but I said, I practice gratitude for all that I have and for all that I will have after Cyber Monday. Because oh. I'm planning to. Clever girl. Buy some. <laughs> I hate that. I hate clever girl. But I like Tessa's better where I don't spend the money, but mine's more realistic. I, think. I love yours. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about Cyber Monday. I was actually thinking that I was like, I should have done some Cyber Monday affirmations. Dang it. Gracie's getting a waffle iron. Gracie. <laughs> was it because I besmirched your little guy? No, I love my little guy, but I really want – I do want a Belgian waffle maker, and yeah, we'll talk after. Mm, okay. Mm. Well, should we do weekly wins to wrap up? Mm-hmm. Yes. My weekly win is um, kind of related to this episode. I think affirmations would fit in really well with my new lifestyle because Luke and I have been doing yoga – uh, in the mornings a lot, and I think that in, like, since we grew up in, like, the 2000s, I always just kind of besmirched yoga in my head because I was like, if I, if my heart isn't beating and I'm not, like, breathing hard the whole time, mm-hmm. it's not a good enough workout. But we've talked about joyful movement many times on the podcast, and I've really embraced yoga, and I really like it. Uh, It's not – it's a great workout. I don't know why I ever 
thought otherwise. I'm sweating and shaking by the end most of the time. But it's just been really, I really, my favorite part of it is that a lot of times they have you set an intention at the beginning. Mm. And it's very motivating for me to just like sit and they're like, "What? what's your intention for today? And I just really like that part because usually I'm a little bit like mad that I'm there <laughs> doing exercise and it helps me feel a little bit of gratitude for exercise and uh, hmm. for my health, which is nice. I love that. Yeah. Tess, you've inspired me. Luke got a very cool yoga mat uh, for his birthday, and I'm very je- jealous of it. It's like this beautiful green color. He researched all the different kinds of yoga mats. It's very grippy. So if anyone needs mm. a, a good... I think it's called Manduka or something like that. So, Tess, uh, my spending freeze. You're spending free. Don't tell us I, things to buy. I said that especially for Grace because I knew you knew I would buy it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I used to do yoga during the beginning of COVID, and I I very much enjoyed it. So I'm Tess. I'm going to get back it's into so it. So fun. Good. Um, well, my win this week. I don't think you guys are going to like it, but I started watching the the new One Piece on Netflix. The, What's One Piece? It's like the live action remake. So do you remember One Piece? It was an anime. It was on all the time when we were when we were growing up. And you, oh, no, I don't Piece. remember it at all. I don't remember that. Anyway, <laughs> uh, we didn't watch. Like we didn't really watch it. Um, you really did. Anne's like the one who always would know the things that I know from childhood. But um, <laughs> it was on all the time. We didn't really watch it because it was kind of like a boy show, maybe. Uh, but the live action one is surprisingly pretty fun. I've only seen like half of one episode, but it was like really <laughs> half. Like I was like thinking to myself, like, wow, I'm really enjoying this. This is really good. And I don't know if it, maybe I was just in like a good mood, but yeah, I, I had a good, a good time. It had some language, I think, but like I said, I'm only halfway through one episode, so I'm really not qualified <laughs> yeah, to give this is a, a really like parental guide. Half formed. It, Really, uh, like, it made an impression. <laughs> so funny. I can't wait to hear your full review. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, my weekly win is that we went to Grand Rapids to see some friends, and we went to, we went apple picking. We did some fall mm-hmm. activities, and actually, my inner, like, Christian girl was really coming out. <laughs> I, I was, like, spinning. What is it? Is it, like, white Christian girl fall? Or something. Girl autumn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was in full swing. And yeah, it was it was so fun. And my kids were loving it. And it was just it was very picturesque. And we went to this petting zoo. I got bitten by a prairie dog, which <gasps> you gotta talk I about that. <laughs> was what? <laughs> Tess Tess, did you not read did any you not of that? See? You don't read was the it on group. was it on WhatsApp? I, I my phone broke and WhatsApp does not have iPad. 
application. Oh, so, oh you haven't I been on WhatsApp like all this time? Okay. Nobody noticed my absence. I'm well, you don't by that really report you don't that much. Interact. Yeah, I react to. Everything she would react to things. I did. Offended. I sent like a lot of information about opossums. <laughs> And yeah, I did notice. Like, I was like, I kind of thought Tess would be interested. In I would totally. I'm I'm relying on Luke, and I thought he would catch me up more, but he. I'll text you the down. info. It's really okay. Good. Thank you, Grace. So, I got another part of another win is that I got permanent jewelry. <gasps> Whoa! See, oh, it's cute so bracelets. cute. I don't cute. know what that means. It's very trendy. My friend, it's our friend it's that lives welded on there. In Grand Rapids, yeah, she welds it onto you. And I, I was kind of like, what's the hype about this? I don't get it. And now that I have it, I'm like, oh, it's really nice not having, like, a clasp. And it's just mm. kind of like, there, I don't ever have to, like, take it off or put it back on. But anyway, the timing was bad because the next day we went to a petting zoo and there was, like, this pen full of prairie dogs. And they were so cute. And apparently there's a tiny sign that said they bite. <laughs> so <laughs> don't pet those animals specifically, but like everything else you could pet. But I'm like, well, then why was it wide open? Mm-hmm. Why mm-hmm. could we reach it? It's true. People were petting them. So I walk mm-hmm. up and our friend is like, aren't they so cute? I was like, oh, my gosh. And she's like, you can pet them. And I was like, really? And I reached my hand in to pet one and it immediately <laughs> tried to bite my bracelets, but it bit my skin. Oh, no. So I got a prairie dog bite. But I looked it up. Or mom mom looked it up because she was worried about me. But um, they don't <laughs> carry rabies. So I should be fine. <laughs> but that was a cool experience. Um, and then on... Monday, I went shopping with my friends because it was before <laughs> the spending <laughs> freeze, <laughs> and I bought so many good things, and it's fun to go shopping with your friends. It mm-hmm. felt like I was mm-hmm. just in high school again, except poorer, but um, <laughs> but still, you know, similar levels of fun. So mm-hmm. I always hear people be like, Oh, it's great to go back to Disney with grown-up money. And I'm like, I actually What's have less money. Yeah, it's like yeah, I think it's just like you're earning money. I'm like, I have – when I was young, the only thing I had to spend my money on was like what I wanted to spend it on. And now yeah. mm-hmm. the guilt. I'm like, it's actually like, so much money. worse now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, my weekly win is that I found out you can borrow magazines on Libby, the Libby app. Mm. So you can borrow them through your library. So that's the perfect counterbalance to Anne's spending spree is for our <laughs> – I'm really leaning into the no spending thing. Not like I buy magazines anyway, but yeah. um, I just didn't know you could do that. So I'm kind of excited, especially for ones like – I don't know. Sometimes I'll see articles advertised on Facebook and like The Atlantic or like The New Yorker. And I'm like, ooh, that looks kind of interesting. I want to read that. And then it's like paywall, you know. So I'm like, oh, maybe mm-hmm. I could like find them on here. But – um, I just thought it'd be fun to read a few headlines from our mom's favorite women's world, oh, which was a staple in our home growing up because, and I can't be too hard on mom because, you know, I have like 
social media as like a fun distraction Mm -hmm. if I need a moment, you know? But like mom didn't have that. And she was raising kids without any kind of like dumb buffer to just like turn your brain off for a minute, you know? So I don't fault her, but she always bought Woman's World. So this one says every month there's a new diet. Brand mm-hmm. new, never before seen. Yeah, lose and you lose like 80 <laughs> pounds in 10 days. This one yeah. says one pound a day just falls off and it looks like Lucille Bluth going like, yay, but I don't think it's Lucille. But um, <laughs> this one says <laughs> MD's own cure for menoflab. What's menoflab? Oh, That's so mean. I, I do not like that term. <laughs> I hate it so much. Oh, no. This one says bliss now. Country singer Patty Loveless reveals her secret for turning off worry. I want to turn off worry. I want to know the secret. <laughs> These are this big one, promises. This one says that – this one, lady says, I'm a grandma with a new body. Deborah Tillman, lose 18 pounds in seven days, brownies for breakfast. <laughs> That's a lot of information. That's great news. I know. I, I do eat yeah. brownies for breakfast. I know. Me too, but I'm not losing 18 pounds in seven days. Long story short, I'm just glad I don't need to borrow them. I just need to like glance through the headlines for, you know, a little dose of serotonin. But anyway, that was jokes aside about Women's World. There are some actual like good magazines on here. So yeah, just check it out if if that's something you're into. Okay, I think that wraps it up for this week. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe to our show and visit our website, hopculturepod.com. We'll also be popping up on Instagram throughout the week, so follow Hop Culture Pod for more fun. See you next week. 